0: Who are the 10 most important players to the future of the Buffalo Bills? I'm joined by 10 other Buffalo Bills podcasters and content creators to answer that question today on Locked on Bills. You are Locked on Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills
1: podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network,
2: your team every day.
0: What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. I want to thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single show, I appreciate you all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, folks, for the third consecutive year, we are going to determine who the top 10 most important players to the future of the Buffalo Bills are and rank them in order of importance. But this isn't just my list. I am only 1-11th. I invited 10 other Buffalo Bills content creators, to join me in developing a consensus ranking. So I'm one of them. Who are the other 10? I'm going to tell you right now in alphabetical order by first name. We have Anthony Marino, host of the Breaking Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Anthony Prohaska, host of the Cover 1 film room and Disguise coverage on Cover 1. Bruce Nolan, host of the Bruce exclusive podcast on Buffalo Rumblings. Greg Thompson, host of the Cover One Buffalo podcast and the Greg Thompson Sports Show. We've got Joe Miller, host of the Overreaction Sports podcast on Buffalo Rumblings, Nate Geary of WGR 550, Pat Moran, who's the host of Talking Buffalo, Ryan Talbot, a writer for Syracuse.com and co-host of Shout Buffalo football podcast, Sterling Furrow, the host of the Intentional Grounding podcast on Buffalo Rumblings, and Zbot who is a YouTube host and content creator for Buffalo Fanatics. And so I asked each member of the group to provide me with a list in order of their 10 most important players to the future of the Buffalo Bills. And in doing so, I asked them to look at this through the lens of if this player reaches their ceiling and or maintains their current level of play for a number of continued years how will that impact the success of the football team? Also in doing so, I asked them to consider how important the role is that that player fills with the team. And if they can't be the answer for the Bills, how difficult would it be for the Bills to find that answer? And so after I received all 11 sets of rankings, I averaged them together and That allowed us to develop the consensus list of the top 10 most important players to the future of the Buffalo Bills. So on today's podcast, we're going to unveil the top 10 with a different member of the group, the panel, providing analysis on why each player is so important to the future of the team. And then come on back tomorrow because uh, it's going to be really fun. I actually asked each member of the group a follow-up question about their unique ranking um, or reaction to the top 10 in general. Uh, And they provide some follow-up information as well as we're going to give you the full list of 18 players that received votes. So we have a consensus top 10, but 18 players were listed on 11 sets of rankings. And so I'm also going to give the panel a chance to kind of talk about uh, some of the players they had ranked high that didn't make the cut. And so that should be really, really fun. And one thing that's very true about this year's exercise, we've done this now for three years. We all pretty much agreed that this was the most challenging year yet. And so I hope before you get into our list that you make your own list so you can kind of compare and contrast how everything came together. So today and tomorrow on the podcast, I am very much embracing the role of host. I will introduce the player on the ranking, tell you some different information as it relates to the player and where they fell on the rankings. And then a member of the panel will join us to share their thoughts as to why that player is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills. But first, I need to tell you about FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And there's a lot of action you can get in on right now. We have the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, the MLB season is in full swing. You have NFL futures, and there's no better place to get in on all the action than America's number one sports book. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. So before we get into this year's rankings, let me give you last year's rankings. At number one was Josh Allen, number two, Stefan Diggs, number three, Tredavious White, number four, Von Miller, number five, Deion Dawkins, number six, Ed Oliver, number seven, Gabriel Davis, number eight, Tremaine Edmonds, number nine, Dawson Knox, and number 10, Gregory Rousseau. Folks, this year's list looks a lot different. Let's get into it. At number 10, is cornerback Kyer Elam. As a first-round rookie in 2022, Kyer Elam actually didn't even crack our top 10, but fast forward one season, and he finds himself as the number 10 player. Greg Thompson actually had him number eight on his ballot, and he's here to tell us why Kyer Elam is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills.
3: Good evening. I'm Greg Thompson, the host of the Cover One Buffalo podcast, here to tell you why Kair Elam is the number 10 player in our consensus top 10 players to the future of the Buffalo Bills. And it all starts with traits. He was drafted as a first round pick as an underclassman coming out of Florida because of those elite upside traits, having a 6-1 frame running a 43840. He had the kind of ability that could transition as Trey White goes into the the later stages of his career and that we have that lockdown number one corner capability. We started to see that through the rookie year in flashes, playing nearly 600 snaps over 14 games and none more than those snaps we saw in the playoffs, really getting everything together down the stretch, going in that Miami game. Everyone remembers him trying to go after him, him knocking a ball away, trying to sniff out that uh, bubble screen to Tyreek Hill at the end to be able to really close things down. And I think... Going into this next year, being able to see a player that built that confidence as the rookie year went is going to come in, and I expect to start from day one opposite of Trey White with a healthy Trey White on the opposite side. Now you have Kyer Elam as that alternative where you can mix up coverages, go after athletic receivers on the other team, and have the capability to be able to shut down a passing game uh, if the rest of the defense is coming together. So I think Kyir Elam, with the contract layering that Brandon Bean brought in, having him on a rookie deal while Trey White's getting paid a large, amount of money, being able to have Kyrie Elam there for that next stage as he's ready to take on those top receivers is a huge part of why the Buffalo Bills need that position and why he is the number 10 player and our top 10 players to the future of the Buffalo Bills. So again, you can find me at Greg Thompson, uh, anywhere that you can find podcasts on the Cover One YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure to check us out and appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: Coming in at number nine is offensive tackle Spencer Brown. Spencer Brown has been a heavily debated player this offseason and his growth is critical to the Buffalo Bills offense. While he found a spot on five individual ballots, nobody had him higher than Pat Moran. So here's Pat on why Spencer Brown is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills.
4: Hey everybody, Patrick Moran here, host of Talking Buffalo, and I've been tasked to tell you fine folks exactly why Spencer Brown is the number nine player in our consensus top 10 players critical to the future of the Buffalo Bills. Look, I could sit here and try to explain to you why Spencer Brown is important and how he's valued as a member of the Buffalo Bills, but general manager Brandon Bean has already done that multiple times, both with his actions and his words. During the offseason, Brandon Bean spoke very fondly of Spencer Brown. Not just once, but multiple times. And yeah, those are just words. And we know, especially in the offseason, it could be smoke season for GMs. But he went out and they backed it up with their actions. In free agency, the Buffalo Bills did nothing at offensive tackle other than recite David Quisenberry, who is absolutely no threat to Spencer Brown's starting job or right tackle whatsoever. And then in the draft, there were a lot of people clamoring For the Bills to take an offensive tackle early in this draft, if for no other reason than to provide stiff, legitimate competition for Spencer Brown at right tackle, myself included, by the way. And the Bills literally did not take an offensive tackle in the draft at all. So that speaks volumes to me on how this organization feels about Spencer Brown. I know fans might not love it, but yeah, this team really believes in him and they have reason to. The guy's a third round pick. Uh, He's still got a lot of room to grow. He's had good moments. He's been inconsistent, but as Brandon Bean alluded to, you know, the guy's only had 24 starts in the NFL, more to learn, hasn't had a ton of reps, didn't play his senior year of college because of COVID, missed a lot of the offseason programs last year because of a, a bad back. So there's a lot of room to grow, a lot of learning. And lastly, right tackle is a very important position. Anywhere on the offensive line is an underrated, important position. Look, you can give. Josh Allen, all the running backs, all the receivers, all the tight ends in the world. But if you're not blocking on the offensive line, and especially at an offensive tackle, it's going to be a long afternoon. Every time Josh Allen steps on that field, if your right tackle is not playing well, it's going to make for a longer day for your quarterback. So I think Spencer Brown, and so does this group, I think Spencer Brown is really important to the future of the Buffalo Bills. That's going to do it. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Pat Moran. Um, check out Talking Buffalo. We're on YouTube. We got our own YouTube channel, of course. You can follow us on all the audio platforms as well, Spotify, Apple, et cetera. It's going to do it. Thanks a lot.
0: Coming in at number eight is tight end Dalton Kincaid. And the arrival of Kincaid as the Bills' top draft pick in 2023. Collectively has our panel pretty excited about what he can mean for the offense moving forward. In fact, he had a spot on all 11 of the ballots that were submitted. Here's Anthony Prohaska on why Kincaid is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills.
5: What's good, folks? I'm Anthony Prohaska from Cover One, host of Disguised Coverage and co-host of the Cover One Film Room. And I'm here to tell you why Dalton Kincaid is the number eight player in our consensus top ten players of importance to the future of the Buffalo Bills. First off, and just to get it out of the way, he's a first round pick. A first-round pick carries with it inherent importance because a first-round pick is not only a significant piece of draft capital based on the talent pool you generally are pulling from in that round, but also because of the cost or term control associated with a first-round pick and the fifth-year option that comes along with it. So you have that for Kincaid right off the bat. Then you look at the role that he looks to occupy for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen missed that security blanket in the slot Underneath and over the middle that Cole Beasley was, Kincaid is important because his skill set is one that can function in that Cole Beasley space. And as the bills found out last year and his fans found out last year, That role isn't necessarily easy to fill and or replicate. Kincaid can run option routes. He can leverage space. He can read coverages post-snap and adjust. He can win with technicality or athleticism, and he can operate at all three levels of the defense. And you add that to his frame and large catch radius, and he could potentially provide that safety net that Josh Allen needs in the offense. In 2022, amongst the 77 players with at least 50 targets in the slot, Dalton Kincaid was third in EPA per target. He was 10th in total EPA. He was first in positive play percentage. He was fifth in yards per route run. He was fifth in yards per target. He was fourth in first down percentage. And he was ninth in broken tackles plus missed tackles forced per reception. So you're getting a player who's very comfortable living, performing, and functioning at a high level in the slot for you. Also baked into his importance is the mismatch factor that he can provide the offense. 12 personnel with two tight ends that can both function as pass catchers and as blockers is a tremendous dictation tool because of the questions it forces defenses to answer. And yes, Kincaid is a functional and willing blocker. Is he the best? No, but he's functional and he's willing. And when you have that, if you're a defense... Can you match that 12 personnel package with nickel? Can you match it with nickel in the run and the pass? Do you have a nickel corner who has the frame and size to not be outmatched in the route distribution or outmatched in the run fit? And if not, do you turn to a third linebacker or a third safety? And if so, how adequate is your third linebacker or third safety? Are they regular rotation guys or even potential starters in your defense? Or do you have to ask them to live in a space or role that they don't normally live in? How comfortable are they with all the checks and adjustments you potentially have defensively and then they're probably working with more size and frame than your nickel corner, but do they have the speed and athleticism to function in the pass? Not to mention the formational benefits of being able to operate out of 12 personnel, but doing so using more traditional 11 personnel alignments or spread concepts. And then it will being able to flip to more traditional 12 personnel alignments, like having both tight ends attached to the formation and creating a seven man surface, which allows you to get to more in the run game and thus gives you a more versatile run game and also potentially forces defenses out of too high coverage structures because they have to honor the run or the threat of the run. I've long thought and believed that 12 personnel was a potential piece that modern NFL offenses could use to swing the schematic pendulum back in their favor versus modern NFL defenses and the rise and prevalence of two high coverage structures. At the end of the day, Kincaid's addition to the offense adds a chess piece and dictation piece in the form of skill set and formational mismatches. And it's one that could impact future decisions on the rest of the skill positions for the Buffalo Bills roster as well. Again, I'm Anthony Prohaska. Find me on Twitter at Pro underscore underscore ant. That's pro two underscores A-N-T. My solo show disguise coverage is live on YouTube every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And the Cover One Film Room is live on YouTube every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, with both shows being available on all podcasting apps and platforms at the conclusion of the
0: live show godspeed and go bills coming in at number seven is cornerback Tredavious White Trey White landed among the top three in each of the last two years of doing this project but he actually slid down to number seven this time around here's z on why Trey White is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills What's up, Bills Mafia? I'm
6: ZBot, host of The Smoke Break on the Buffalo Fanatics Network, and I'm here to tell you why Tredavious White is number seven on our consensus top ten players to the future of the Buffalo Bills. After tearing his ACL late in the 2021 season, it was almost like Tredavious White kind of slid off the map a little bit. I think his lack of availability over the last couple of seasons has caused people to forget just how incredible – of a corner he was before the injury and just how incredible he still can be at that position for these Buffalo Bills going forward. The NFL is king of the next man up mentality. And we've all been conditioned to focus on the guys who are currently available and put those who aren't on the back burner. And I think that's exactly what has happened with Tredavious White. But Tredavious White firmly backed. On the front burner. And going into week one of the 2023 season. The Bills will have a corner. In Tredavious White. Out on the field. Who is a two-time All-Pro. Two-time Pro Pro Bowler. A 2019 co-interception leader. I can go on and on. When Tredavious White is playing at his full potential. He is one of the best corners. In the entire NFL. I personally am of the belief that we did not see Tredavious White at his full potential once the entire 2023 season. He only played six games and he seemed a bit hesitant to return when he did. We cannot make a judgment call on Tredavious White's ability to be able to return back to an elite level just because he didn't look like he was at an elite level fresh off of an injury in a six-game sample size. He's now had an entire other offseason to be able to work towards getting back to that highest level and I think as we go into into week one of the 2023 season, we can expect to see a much better version of Tredavious White than we saw right out of his return in 2022. And let's be honest, we as Bills fans need him to get back towards that all pro level because if you look at the schedule the Bills are going up against this year, their defense is going to be facing some of the best wide receivers that this league has to offer. And Tredavious White is going to be the guy relied upon in this defense to shut those guys down. The Bills will be going up against Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, CD Lamb. The list goes on and on. But the Bills stand a much better chance of being able to defend the league's most elite wide receivers if Tredavious White is able to come into this year and be a major impact for this new-look defense. When I say new-look defense, I think that is why Tredavious White becomes one of those players that is the most pivotal to the future of the Buffalo Bills' success. Because this Buffalo Bills defense, as it stands going into 2023, is going to be as different as we've seen in quite some time. Leslie Frazier obviously no longer the defensive coordinator of this team, and now this defense lies solely in the hands of Sean McDermott. That in itself is about as big of a change as it gets, not to mention the fact that the Bills lost Tremaine Edmonds this offseason. And the unsettling thing is, these two major changes might just be the beginning of a bunch more changes down the pipeline for this Buffalo Bills defense. Micah Hyde getting up there in age, contracts right around the corner as well. He's not going to be a Buffalo Bill forever. Jordan Poyer, same situation. And frankly, I think we're lucky to have Jordan Poyer as a Buffalo Bill going into this season, much less any season beyond that. Retouching on the fact that Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde will very likely not be Buffalo Bills in the not so distant future. Tredavious White is going to be far and away the most pivotal and important player in that entire Bills backfield. You look around, it's not even remotely close. He is going to be the most important player, perhaps not even in that backfield, perhaps on that entire defense. I think him and Matt Milano share that role in unison. I like to focus on the present moment because if you start thinking about the future too much, you can get a little bit uneasy and I want to enjoy what the Buffalo Bills have right now. And what they have right now is Jordan Poyer. What they have right now is Micah Hyde. And when you think about combining those two with the potential of having a Tredavious White back to being much closer to what he was prior to his injury, the Buffalo Bills are back to having one of the best defensive backfields in the entire NFL. I feel much more confident about this Buffalo Bills defense, despite all of its changes, going in to this season knowing that Tredavious White is going to be on the field week one and it's going to be the healthiest he has been since the injury. I also feel much more confidence about the future of this Buffalo Bills defense should it not have Micah Hyde or Jordan Poyer knowing that Tredavious White is going to be the cornerstone of that Buffalo Bills backfield. Losing two guys like that would be tremendously tougher to face as a fan if you did not have a guy like Tredavious White that you could rely on. And if Tredavious White is able to get back to even a shade of what he was prior to the injury, I think the Buffalo Bills backfield is in good hands today and they're in good hands for the foreseeable future. And I think that is why inevitably Tredavious White has made his way onto our consensus top 10 Bills players of the future. All right, that's it for me. But if you haven't had enough of this sexy, raspy voice, you can check me out on all the Buffalo Fanatics platforms, YouTube, podcast, you name it, I'm on it. And you can check me out on Twitter where I spend way
0: too much of my day. Twitter handle is at ZBotTweets. Coming in at number six is defensive end Von Miller. And Von Miller was on a tear prior to the ACL injury last season and he gave us a little taste of what type of impact he can make. Now, with five years remaining on his contract, he's still a key piece of the defense moving forward. Here's Nate Geary on why Von Miller is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills.
7: Hey, everybody. Nate Geary here, host of the Bills pre-, half- and post-game show on WGR Sports Radio 550. I'm here to tell you why Von Miller is number six on our consensus top ten players to the future of the Buffalo Bills. Listen, there may not be a more important player other than Josh Allen to the Bills Super Bowl hopes than the future Hall of Famer Von Miller. But in terms of future prospects, I mean, it makes sense why Miller dropped from four to six compared to our rankings that we did last season. Let's face it, at 34 years old, the best years are in the rearview mirror for Miller. And after another ACL injury, it's fair to assume he may only be playing football for another year to three at the very most because of that and that limited ceiling for the future. Von took a step back in our rankings. Listen, he's also told us he wants to be a general manager in the NFL. He's got life plans after football. Um, and I think that may have been one of the big reasons we saw that drop this year in our rankings. The Bills were one of the most effective teams in football last year, rushing only four with Miller in the lineup. Miller finished 2022 with eight sacks in just 11 games, which had him on pace for about 12 and a half sacks had he not missed the remainder of the season after that injury on Thanksgiving. After his injury, the Bills' pass rush struggled mightily to get any pressure on opposing quarterbacks rushing just four, which led to some pretty fundamental shifts in how the Bills try to defend offenses and to generate and design those pressure looks. They went from a top-five defense in overall pressure rate with only rushing four to a bottom five defense in pressure rate, rushing only four, which forced the Bills to get more exotic in rushing five and sometimes even six, which was pretty unsustainable, which is sort of what we saw late In the playoffs and in the end of that season at 34 years old it's relatively unknown how Vaughn will bounce back from that second acl injury history would tell us to keep tempered expectations and expect a slow uphill climb to the player we saw through 11 games last season miller loves getting on his podcast and selling fans and, and and listeners alike and he's convinced he'll be ready to go for week one although i'm skeptical It would mean a lot to the rest of this Bill's defense if he was, in fact, ready to go week one. And uh, listen, this is a defense that struggled mightily in his absence last season. At number six, Von Miller remains one of the very most important pieces to the Bill's Super Bowl chances and their immediate
0: future. Coming in at number five is defensive end Gregory Rousseau. Rousseau was number 10 last year, and he climbed all the way to number five this time around. With obviously plenty of room to still develop, he can be a pillar of the defense for many years to come. Here's Ryan Talbot on why Greg Rousseau is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills.
8: I'm Ryan Talbot, co-host of Shout, the Buffalo Football Podcast, and Bills reporter for Syracuse.com and nyup.com, here to tell you why Greg Rousseau is our number five player and our consensus top ten players to the future of the Buffalo Bills. When compiling my list, I had Greg Rousseau at number two behind only quarterback Josh Allen. Now, of course, quarterback play is always going to be the main factor in being a Super Bowl contender year in and year out. A consistent pass rush, in my opinion, is the number two most important factor, and I feel as if Greg Rousseau can be that guy for Buffalo. The team brought in Von Miller last year to be a short-term solution to this issue, and he was great while healthy, but I feel as if Rousseau may end up being the guy as early as this upcoming season. From year one to year two, Rousseau saw his sack totals double from four to eight. According to Pro Football Focus's metrics, he was also top 20 in pressure rate and win rate. At 23 years old, Rousseau is just scratching the surface on what he can become as a pass rusher. Fans need to remember that he opted out of his final season at Miami. And the gains that we've seen from year one to year two out of Rousseau, I think exceed those expectations that maybe fans had in mind when he was drafted at number 30. His size, his wingspan, his athleticism all give him the opportunity to end up being, in my opinion, a consistent double digit sack contributor to this team in the future. And for that reason, I had him at number two on my list. And that's why he ended up being at the very end at number five on our consensus top 10. Again, I'm Ryan Telibet, co-host of Shout the Buffalo football podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Bills and listen to Shout on any podcast platform.
0: At number four is offensive tackle Deion Dawkins, and believe it or not, Deion Dawkins is entering his seventh season as the Buffalo Bills starting left tackle, and he was a pro bowler in each of the last two seasons. Here's Sterling Furrow on why Deion Dawkins is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills
2: what's everyone my name is sterles i am the host of the intentional grounding podcast right here on the buffalo rumblings vidcast feed uh i just want to say thank you to for joe and, and all the all the guys who who participate in this project this year i think it's amazing you know joe joe is one of the the top dogs in this industry and we just got a lot of cool people uh that are involved in the in the podcasting sports media that cover the buffalo bills but uh you know, I'm here to talk about Deion Dawkins. He's our number four consensus player on the list this year. I mean, you already know uh, Deion is one of the first of all, he's one of the most swaggiest dudes uh, on this team, but in the league, um, you know, since he's been here in 2017. I mean, the guy is the epitome of consistency, right? Uh, you know, you, you look at injuries. He really doesn't get injured much. I mean, you missed a game last year after the Jets game with an ankle injury, but his his play on the field you know he's one of the better pass blocking left tackles in the league in my opinion uh Dion consistently ranks in the top 10 or just shy right out of the top 10 uh in pass blocking efficiency now listen we could say he needs to improve in his run blocking but i think that can be due to scheme i think that could be due to what's around him but uh you know i feel like Deion is going to continue to be one of the, the most important pillars uh, to this offense. You know, we, we seen guys like John Feliciano and and guys who are supposed to be the emotional leaders and the tone setters. I think Deion Dawkins is that he is the tone setter uh, on this squad. And I, I you know what? I am going to say I predict a big year from him this year. You know, I feel like adding guys like Osiris Torrance and there's a lot of depth from on the interior that I really think is going to help him, uh you know play a little bit better in terms of run blocking. So I let's 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 hope that uh I'm correct about this. But Deion Dawkins is one of the most consistent players that we've had uh on the Bills at left tackle in quite some time. So uh anytime that you can see uh the big snowman on the field you already know what's about to happen, man. So again, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for listening to me. Uh, again, my name is Sterling Stirls Uh, You can find me right here on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast feed, and my show is called Intentional Groundlings. Peace.
0: At number three is linebacker Matt Milano. Now, Matt Milano didn't crack the top ten last year, but after an all-pro season and given the departure of Tremaine Edmonds, he climbed all the way to number three. Here's Bruce Nolan on why Matt Milano is suddenly so important to the future
9: of the Buffalo Bills. I'm Bruce Nolan, host of the Bruce Exclusive Podcast on Buffalo Rumblings, and I'm here to tell you why Matt Milano is the number three player in our Consensus Top 10 Players to the Future of the Buffalo Bills. He is the running mate no more. With the departure of previous Bills linebacker stalwart Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano becomes the guy on the second level of the Buffalo Bills defense, though I would argue he was already the guy, having accumulated his first all-pro nod. In 2022. And if the Bills were staying exactly the same on the defensive side of the ball from a schematic standpoint in 2023 as they are in 2022, Matt Milano would still be an incredibly important player to this defense. Sean McDermott's defenses have historically been linebacker focused and linebacker driven. And with Edmonds now in Chicago, Matt Milano would take on a bigger role. But that's not the only reason he's so important. There have been rumors and rumblings about defensive schematic changes coming to the Buffalo Bills in 2023. And if you're going to have changes, that puts even more pressure and even more importance on the role that Matt Milano will play. Milano's versatility will serve him well. His ability in coverage, his ability to make plays behind the line of scrimmage, to attack the quarterback blitz. These things are all going to matter because whatever type of defense you'd like to evolve into Matt Milano can be a fit in that defense. In addition, when you think and ponder the potential loss of Milano and what this second level looks like in his absence, that's a Bills defense I don't want to see. Part of this is upside. Part of this exercise is downside. What does it look like if the Buffalo Bills get this player at or above their level for the next few years? And what does it look like if the Buffalo Bills don't get this player at or above their level for the next few years, and that swing with Matt Milano given the absence of Edmonds, given the potential changes coming to the defense, the swing in effectiveness there would be significant
0: at number two is wide receiver Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs was in the top four of every ballot submitted. in fact, Joe Miller actually texted me and told me that he flirted with him at number one. Well, here's Joe Miller on why Stefan Diggs is so important to the future of the Buffalo Bills.
1: What's up, Joe Marino? It's Joe Miller, host of the Overreaction Sports Show, host of the Off Tackle with John Fiena Show, host, co-host of the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. It's so good to be a part of this select group of folks to get to choose the most, or I should say, have a hand in in kind of deciding who the most important uh, Bills players for the future are. And I got uh, two players. And the first one that I'm going to talk about is Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs for me is beyond a shadow of a doubt one of the most important if not the most important player I, Josh Allen was unequivocally number 1 across everybody's ballot right Josh Allen is the guy this team without Josh Allen is not the same team Stefan Diggs is close in that conversation I think I had him at 2 on my on, on my ballot and the reason is because Stefan Diggs makes this offense go just as much as Josh Allen does just as much as anybody else does. And we saw that this past season when Josh Allen, or I'm sorry, when Stefan Diggs was included in the offense, when he was looked to, when he was getting 12, 13 targets and eight to 10 receptions, uh, this offense looked completely different. It hummed for lack of a better word versus when Josh Allen was not looking for Stephon Diggs, when Stephon Diggs was being taken out of the offense, when they were trying to do other things. So for me, when you look at this contract, when you look at who Stefan Diggs is to this team as a leader, as a player, when you look at how much he uh, produces, how much he brings to this offense, the skill set that he has, you know, you're talking about a guy that was drafted, I think, in the fifth round when he was a rookie, Uh, and has come in and has outlived, outperformed a thousand yards every single season. I can't remember for how long. You're, You're talking about a guy that for me, you build this offense around Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Those are the two guys. So when you draft now a Dalton Kincaid, when you've got James Cook, when you've got Naheem Hines, when you've got guys around these two, to me, it's all a recipe to get Stephon Diggs the ball more, not only this year but for the next several years. Stephon Diggs said when he signed his last extension, I just want to retire. Thankful to have the opportunity possibly to retire a Buffalo Bill. And for me, that's what this is about. Stephon Diggs is that important. You keep him here until the tires fall off, till his cleats come unraveled. Because to me, he is a, he is a guy that you can continue year after year to build this offense around along with QB1. J a 17, Josh Allen. So for me, Stephon Diggs was incredibly important or is, I should say, incredibly important to the future of this Buffalo bills offense. Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller wired. Water is wet. The sky is blue
0: and Josh Allen is the number one, most important player to the future of the Buffalo bills. Here's Anthony Marino on why QB1 is player one in our consensus rankings of the top 10 most important players to the
10: future of the Buffalo Bills. Hey everyone, I'm Anthony Marino from buffalorumblings.com, the host of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, and I'm here to tell you why Josh Allen is the number one player on our list of the most important Buffalo Bills. Now, when you think about it, certainly uh, the obvious pick, I think, for everyone and for fans alike when it comes to talking about our favorite football team. But as you think about the success of this group, it is going to go as far as Josh Allen takes them. And that's not to diminish anyone else on the team. But I think even if you look over the past two seasons, think of some of those big hits that the team has taken on defense. You lose Tredavious White for the season during 2021. In 2022, it's Von Miller and Micah Hyde um, playing without, you know, those three stalwarts on your team. But you're in a position where you are a favorite to go to the Super Bowl, to go to the AFC Championship game, certainly a contender across the league. And that is because of Josh Allen. For myself, I'm curious to see what kind of changes we might see in his game this year. One, from the standpoint of his familiarity with Ken Dorsey, year two, having him as his offensive coordinator, I think will be something that I'm at least excited about. I think more so than, uh, than other fans and seeing Josh Allen's rapport with his OC, how that continues to grow. I am certainly here for that, but Allen has been saying all the right things this off season, talking about not taking so many hits, talking about taking the smarter pass, you know, as I like to describe it, some of those layups that maybe the team missed during the 2022 season, that were a bit easier in 21 and in 20. So it should come as no surprise that Josh Allen uh, is the number one pick on this list. But just think back, I think for all fans, right? Just about five years ago, the Bills had dra- drafted Josh Allen um, in the first round of the NFL draft. And, and here we are five years later, one of the best quarterbacks in all of football, face of the franchise, but also a face of the NFL, is the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. It's Josh Allen. Easy to say he is number one on our list. Thank you guys for uh, checking in, and be sure to check us out here at buffalorumblings.com as well. Take care.
0: All right, folks, I certainly hope you enjoyed. On tomorrow's podcast, come on back. I'm going to reveal the entire set of rankings, all 18 players that receive votes, and how that all averaged out. And, of course, follow-up questions for the panel regarding something unique to their ballots. So make sure you're subscribed. I would love it if you took a second to rate, review, share the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills. And I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.